it's usually it's COVID today, like Wednesday. I don't yeah. know if you have any new takes or anything. I think the only the only thing that's interesting so far right now, at least in Canada, is like the there's it seems to be like like mandatory masks inside is like is like the new rule that's being rolled out across the the province. So you cool. have. Yeah. So like you have in Toronto, like I think as of Friday, it's it, you, it it's, it's mandatory that you wear a mask inside. That's good. Yeah. I mean, take the thought out of it. Take the uh, well, this store Tr- does and this store doesn't. Like, not just every fucking store does. Just have a mask. Be ready to go and throw it on when you have to, and take it off when you don't. Toronto. Put your, fuck, Toronto put your nose in it though. Too, yeah. If you could, if you could keep, keep your nose in it, that'd be great because it's completely <laughs> pointless to just have your mouth in it, but your nose hanging out like a dick. Uh, I, I'll say yes, but uh, if you wear glasses, your nose has to be out, buddy, or you can't see. Mm. If you don't wear glasses, you wouldn't know. But if you wear those things and you've got glasses on, the breath immediately shoots up, and your glasses are foggy as fuck. So as soon as Brutal. somebody. So as soon as somebody can design a mask that doesn't cause that, people with glasses on and their noses out, that's why. Hey, I played uh, I played hockey growing up. You guys play hockey growing up? Mm-hmm. I had the, uh, the the clear plexiglass uh, shield when those came out after the cages, and all right. it took was all it took was a little bit of uh, dish soap, rub a little bit of dish soap on the inside of that. Boom, Bob's your fucking uncle. Doesn't steam up, and you're good to go. That's actually right. a pretty good tip. I didn't know it was dish soap. Like I, I remember at Sport Check, they used to. Sp- have like a little aerosol spray that they yeah, I don't know yeah, what they called yeah. it and it was like no- <laughs> yeah I know I guess in hindsight that's all it was right yeah. that's funny this yeah. soap that's what we use I don't know to- we were poor so <laughs> just put some dish soap on it it'll be fine like I can't see yeah. everything's that's green <laughs> yeah Every time I sneeze, bubbles shoot out of my mask. <laughs> Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie, Mark LeFave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter. I saw you guys talked about, yeah, like, uh, what would you do if you signed uh, Patrick Mahomes' contract there, 500 yeah. million? And people people are so funny. They're like, ah, you know, I'd buy a house and go for, like, a trip. It's $500 million. You can buy a 1,000 yeah. houses and go on 100 million trips. <laughs> so it's, I, I don't know. think people have any perspective <laughs> of how much money $500 million yeah. is. Like, he could literally give away that, 80% of it and still have $100 million. <laughs> I know. Uh, by, by house, I meant private island and trip. I meant moon. Yeah. <laughs> like shit, man. We're talking about half a billion dollars here. Uh, good for him, fuck. though. Five hundred million. Holy fuck! fuck. To play football. Like, fuck yeah. your fuck your house and your lifelong desire for a pilgrimage to Albany. <laughs> like, go big. I'd buy a new tent. You know, just a two person. Yeah. Just a little one always, always one of the weekends shopping in Erie, Pennsylvania. That'd, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, you go hit up the outlet mall, you know? You could really uh, yeah, yeah. take advantage. Would you guys even try to work if you had that much money? Like, would That's you a little too much like money. The, would you would you even make like the, the 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 attempt to save face? Just be like, oh yeah, you know, I got a part time job over here. Like, or would you just go all like just go spin out entirely? 
Well, uh, there, you know, there'd be something no, interesting about work. opening up the gull wing on my fucking Lamborghini when I go to drop off to <laughs> skip the dishes. <laughs> Here's your Eastside Mario's. <laughs> Drive away. <laughs> yeah. I need to use my Testarossa for Uber drives out of town. Yeah. Oh, Testarossa's here. Perfect. Excellent. Oh, my burger. God, so funny. <laughs> here's that's, one a lot, thing. that's a lot of money. Here's one thing Holy I fuck. will say. Like, there's only one NFL player I can remember in history who ever signed that massive a contract or something comparable and absolutely did not show up. And it, that was uh, his name was Albert Hainsworth, and the Redskins signed him to a one hundred million dollar. Remember him? He played one year with Tennessee, yeah, yeah, and he I was like a, he was a standout. And so Washington, uh, the franchise that is famous for signing guys to ludicrous contracts after one good year, signs this guy to a hundred and five million dollar deal. He showed up completely out of shape and admitted. To, to like teammates and everything this guy this guy would would get knocked to the ground and would lay there while the while the play went on YouTube Albert Hainsworth this guy will blow your mind he lays on the ground while players are running by him this is not during practice this is during a game oh my god yeah and he actually admitted listen I got my I got my money I got my contract and he was out of football in no time because he, he just he stopped trying. But for most of these guys where, you know, like they're signing a ten million dollar five or ten million or sorry, ten year, five hundred million dollar contract. And you think to yourself, fuck, after a year, you're set for life. Why do you have to keep trying? And I'm, I'm not trying to justify this pay. I think it is ludicrous that anybody be paid that much to play a sport but it does speak i suppose to their competitive nature and their desire to be excellent at what they do and the fact that after one year at 50 million they keep doing it you yeah, know what i'm yeah, saying like I just there is that. something to be said for that I just did the math too because I, I think that some people think uh, you know I mean athletes when they get that kind of money that they're like they're maybe paid once a year they're actually paid every two weeks for the most part like everybody else and uh, Patrick Mahomes fucking paycheck every two weeks is 1.923 million dollars every two weeks I love that I'd lo I'd lo yeah I'd love to see the breakdown of like you know how much he's paid per touchdown pass yeah, per I yard love that. per yeah. attempt everything else I remember they used to do that with Gretzky like here's how much he makes per assist and even then you're like wow eight thousand dollars per assist now it's yeah. like eight hundred thousand dollars per assist he was fucking getting a hundred assists a, a <laughs> yeah they so had to like, they had to narrow it down it's like, like not even a, it's not even like a real marker like you can't even look at it that way because it's like they're still getting value if they pay him like a gretzky like an insane amount of money because it's just like an alien but yeah 500 million dollars to play to it's, play football good for him and he went from what he made 800 grand last year and now he's making five <laughs> it's it's a milestone contract it's the first of its kind the first the richest sports contract in history we're hitting a milestone ourselves this morning this is our 100th episode on black yeah. sheep radio how fun is that wild to celebrate, yeah, I don't know why, but Mark has decided to get his parka on and step outside into the. <laughs> it's, it's actually not too bad outside, outside, not, not like in a garage where I started this. Like I've gone outside, I actually have my computer and my microphone on the hood of my truck, and Perfect. I'm mm. just doing my show from here. And it's nice out this morning, so nice. Pretty, pretty cool too with the background noise, a little bit of like <laughs> yeah, good morning radio. Ambience, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, you can hear like some some Hamilton. 
yeah, obscure, yeah. distant yelling off in the oh, distance. Oh, I was just about like, to say, like, I'll start screaming at someone for not stopping at the stop sign completely by my house. <laughs> I fucking yeah, do yeah. it like 20 times a day. <laughs> yeah, cool. Can't you fucking read? <laughs> <laughs> so you got... You've got a list of shows that never made it to 100 episodes. Well, yeah, I was listening to you guys yesterday and I was like, I wonder what shows. I mean, it never made it to it never made it to 100 episodes. And I know that we've talked about a few of these before and they seem to be all kind of from the same era. Okay. And apparently a lot of these shows only lasted about two or three seasons. However, in those two or three seasons, they've just left a mark on uh, on, on society like the original Batman We've done more episodes than Adam West and whoever Robin was. Dick Grayson. <laughs> Dick Grayson. We've done more episodes than Batman, the original Hang Batman. Dick, yeah, Gra- Dick Grayson was Robin's alias. The actor was actually oh. Burt Ward. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, the original, th- this one This one blew me away. You know what? I'm going to leave that one for a Gilligan's Island. We've been doing this what? show longer than they were on that island. Yep. Yep, there was Gilligan's not 100 Island episodes. never did 100 episodes? No, sir. No, sir. They only did like three seasons. Come on now. Yeah. yeah. I, I had no, I would have never guessed that didn't make it up 100 episodes. Yeah. Gilligan's Island doesn't have shit on Black Sheep Radio, apparently. <laughs> yeah, no. apparently. We're going to do this. Awesome. I'm going to do this show every- on a coconut radio or a coconut microphone next uh, <laughs> next week. And I can name every cast member on that show, too. <laughs> uh, yeah. These. Uh, I don't know if that's even a good show. I've never. Like, I don't I, think I know, so. I, I, I would love to see if it holds up. I'm, I'm sure it's like that's one of those shows that I'm sure if you put on now, it would be like way too casually racist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just like, Looney, like, like Looney Tunes, <laughs> Looney Tunes, or what? What's the other? All in the Family is not even casually. Racist. No, that's just, just like out calling it out. <laughs> calling Looney it Tunes out. for sure. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. Like all the old Disney movies. Like I heard like the original, the original Peter Pan, the cartoon for Peter Pan. Yeah, is like vicious to Native Americans. From, it is. From what I, yeah. All in the Family, though, real quick, just the thing about All in the Family was uh, not, I don't think it was racist. I think it it, it made fun of racism. Yeah, absolutely. Because they made the guy that was racist the jackass of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is Uh, an interesting commentary. I wonder if you could do something like that now. No, you know? like I don't if you think were to so. look, it's almost it's almost the same as like American History X, right? Yeah, where like you're telling the story of these these skinheads, but not it's not like you're making them look good. Yeah, but it's still a, it's still inherently like a racist story, but it's like yeah, it's it's wild. I, I don't think movie, you would too. see a sh- you could see a show like that on network TV anyway. Like mm, it, it, it yeah, could be a Netflix enough. or a Crave series. Easy, real quick. One more little known fact about Gilligan's Island before we move on on our list: <laughs> the 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 lagoon, the famous lagoon. If you're familiar with the show, was actually the whole thing was filmed in Hawaii, and the lagoon was actually adjacent to a road. So they occasionally had to stop filming scenes in the lagoon because a car would drive by. Literally <laughs> takes true, away true, some true of that. Story. The magic. Yeah. True story. <laughs> So, yeah, sort of would may take away from the magic if, like, the <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. 65 Beaumont went driving by Professor when he's trying to find a way to get off the island, right? <laughs> Did they ever get off the island? Oh, a couple times. 
Oh, a cu- I thought just in the last couple. episode they, oh, they no. just went back. Yeah, like a back. couple times. Yeah, the, yeah. A dream then sequence. Got, then they fucked up. Uh, fucked up. Well, no, there was the one where the mad scientist took them to his island and switched all their personalities with a machine, and then somehow sent them back to the. I don't know. It's so I know bad. way too much about Gilligan's Island. That's yeah. what I know. Yeah. On tomorrow's what about, show. <laughs> what about the Love Boat? Did you ever watch Love Boat? I feel like that's like around the same area to, era too, isn't it? Uh, Love Boat was Friday nights on ABC at uh, nine, just, just before Fantasy Just before Fantasy Island, but no, never watched it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> just heard, just heard of it. Uh, these two, these two are pretty much the exact same show. So I think it's kind of funny that they both came out. The Adams Family and the Munsters. We have lasted longer than both the Adams Family, not combined. I think those two families of the undead probably lasted longer than Black Sheep Radio. But separately, we have lasted longer than both of those shows, which I thought was. Did pretty they live hard. in the same neighborhood, by the way? <laughs> I would think so. <laughs> just, just curious. I don't know if they were like neighbors or what. And it's a, cul- uh, it's a cul-de-sac. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it's a dead end. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, I could not believe that we lasted longer than the original Star Trek. Star Trek never Star made Trek. it to a, Yeah, that's that one. I didn't know that one. That's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, and you, you, I mean, it's, it's just funny because those shows, um, pretty much all of the ones that I just mentioned there, yeah. they didn't last 100 episodes yet. You know, I mean, most people can name at least a couple of characters on the shows. They like they've and they're and they're from 40 years ago, essentially, and they still you still remember them. So I well, think that's uh, think about cool. the, the franchise that is Star Trek and the fact that it was yeah. started off by a show that never made it 100 episodes on television. That is pretty remarkable. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. It was way ahead of its time, that show. I mean, it definitely looks kind of it definitely kind of looks goofy when you when when and you get into the combat and, and it doesn't really it, it holds up in a nostalgic way for sure um, but uh, the, the original one I mean but like yeah. first, in, first interracial first interracial kiss in television yeah. history like it, I mean that's uh, yeah the, pretty the, wild what's his name the, uh, when you get into the next generation like Picard Picard like just being like a lead actor who was bald was something that you'd never see before yeah you who know? had the so interracial kiss um, who had the interracial Shat- kiss Shatner and um, uh, who was the uh, the black girl that was on the oh, Enterprise O'Hara? with them yeah 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 Shatner and O'Hara oh cool. okay I did not. I didn't realize yeah. they kissed. I thought you meant the green woman. No, <laughs> no that's interspecies kiss. Oh, that's an interspecies kiss. Interplanetary. <laughs> they were doing that for a long time. Like they were breaking ground all over the place. Yeah. Hey, here's one more piece of uh, trivia for you. Here's here's one more way out thing. Uh, the green chick on uh, uh, Star Trek was plays, played by Yvonne Craig who was super hot and also played Batgirl on the original Batman series. Mm. Ah. I know way too much about 60s TV. I've just yeah. discovered this about myself this morning. I wasn't even alive, for Christ's sakes. That's what we should do. We should do our uh, the, the best decade of television. What was the best decade Ooh. of television? <laughs> that's a real. That's a really good one. Because now, hard, you know, really now you could, yeah, because you could really fight for the. I mean, I know that like when we did music, it was not. It wasn't tough for you, Chris. I know, but I mean, when you think of like 2010 versus the 60s, mm-hmm. it, most people are going to be all oh, 60s. I had better music oh, yeah. for sure. But I think with the the sheer amount of television that we get and streaming services and the yep. the new content and original content and non like it's 
we are in like the the prime of television right now like there's just there's something for everybody yeah i think that you know actually with with tv i think that i think we're past the i think there were the golden age of tv or not golden age but like the the the, the peak of it I think we're a little past it now. Like, I think it was the best when you had shows like when Breaking Bad was like at yeah, its peak. Sons of Anarchy. Like, like a little bit, just a little bit removed from where we are right now. Because right now there's just so much garbage. Like they're putting out like new dramas all the time and they're not, it's not as good as it was like back with like, you know, like when wa- there was a period there with Walking Dead, when Walking Dead was like, it was legitimately good. Yeah, I've never and seen it. everyone that. was watching it all the time. But now it's just gone all, all over the place or, or when Sopranos was going or when like... Um, 20, 24, like stuff like that. Yeah, like yeah, shit yeah. like that. Like yeah. there was there was like a, like when it was still like the cable versus and like you'd have these cable shows that were doing really well. I don't know. Now there's good it's shows. It's almost like cable like, just gave up. There's like, well, fuck, we can't yeah. compete with the streaming anymore, so let's just put out more reality shows. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, like, the actors are like cheap. There was was like Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad and like all of these other shows that like overlapped. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Right after Sopranos ended, they, there was like a vacuum and like all these fucking shows, like they pulled all these people in. But like, I don't know. They, there's a lot of good stuff out now, but like you got you've got so much like... Like if you go on Netflix, half of the stuff that's like Netflix originals, and you watch one episode, you're like, "What is this?" It's yeah, like I, nothing. You know, I've been doing stand. Uh, I've been doing a lot of watching a lot of stand up lately. I watched Trevor Noah. I watched uh, Jim Jeffries' new one yesterday. Cool. So, yeah. yeah, that's how I've been. Because um, it's an hour, you know what I mean? Bang it out. Um, Michael Barack. I think that's how you spell his name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It could be. Um, He's, he was watching Jim Jeffries yesterday, he was saying on Facebook. Yeah, I saw him live uh, a, a couple guy. years ago in Hamilton. He's he's one of my favorite stand-ups. He's really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Australian. Australian dude. Which is yeah. weird. Yeah, he says can't a lot. <laughs> so I said to my <laughs> wife, I'm like, just be prepared. He's going to say it a lot. But he says it that way, so it's kind of fun. <laughs> That's jokes. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah if, if you say the C word with uh, with an accent, you somehow get away with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's way more accepted out there. It's like well, that's, that's what he said. He's like, I mean, for me to say that word, it's it's nothing in Australia. Yet here, everybody gets all worked up about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's I, there's only like uh, yeah, this the German one though. Throw if if you pronounce it. The word with a German accent, it sounds even bolder, and it's it's probably spelt with a K, and then a, like a, it still has the U, but then it then A-U. it has the N D T with the two dots above the U, and it just yeah, it's written in spiky letters, and it's much more menacing. There's blood dripping off the bottom of the K. Das ist kalt. Like it just it sounds. Much more, much more <laughs> offensive. There's possibly a W in it somewhere. God, God bless you, Germans, but you do not have a romantic-sounding language at all. The accent uh-huh. is actually quite quite exotic, but the language itself. Yeah, because you get like a like a Heidi Klum. Like, good lord, that's a that's sure. a nice accent. But yeah, sure. If she was yelling at you, it might not sound as nice. No, no, it just inherently sounds like it sounds like you're angry. I don't know why. Yeah, it's, it's like Russian. Same. Uh, yeah. <laughs> ominous. This yeah. Is, this is this is my this one might come out of seem like it comes out of that left field but I'm genuinely curious how your answers would be what your answers might be for this have you guys ever like traveled to a place and thought like I could actually live here yes 
and like yes. what play, like where was that? We did uh, we did Europe for our honeymoon, so we did London, Paris, and Amsterdam. We did like three or four wow. days in each place, and each cool. one of those, I thought I could I could live here. If I were to ever move somewhere sort of like foreign. It would have to be pretty fucking westernized. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I need plumbing, and I need, like, <laughs> refrigerators and a store where I can purchase items. Like, I don't want to be trading my fucking sandal for, you know what I mean, a bag of rice so that I can eat that day and heat it up on a... I don't, I don't know. <laughs> where, where the fuck have you traveled, man? Well, like my, like my brother, for example. You know what I mean? My brother, lived in, uh, my brother lived in Hong Kong, so he traveled, like, he went to Oh, Taiwan okay. and Vietnam and Cambodia like no that's mm. not that kind of travels not for me like I want streets and taxis and shit like that <laughs> I just want to go to Toronto basically though. like I, I've heard Europe is a lot like it's like subtly different in ways that a Canadian w- could not like it like I it, it's a, like like I, I heard uh what was it in Italy? Um, a friend of mine traveled over to Italy, and they said like lining up in like like to get food. They don't have lines. There's no lines. You go to you go to you know you know here you go to McDonald's and there's like the three caches, and you can tell which cache is open because there's usually like the teenage girl standing behind it waiting to take somebody's fucking order. We went to a McDonald's when we were in Paris. There is no semblance of a line like there are still the caches with the people behind it, but it's just like you're standing in what you believe to be a line. And then all of a sudden, the the guy that was behind you, you kind of just look and now he's beside you. And then all of a sudden you look again and you're looking at the back of his fucking shirt because he's in front of you. Like, it's just, it is survival of the fittest. Like, you. That's so funny. It's not a line, yeah. It's just a bunch of people in striped shirts, berets, smoking cigarettes, and <laughs> spitting about stupid Americans. Talking about the menu. Um, what about you, Ben? What, have, have, you tra- have you travel anywhere? You're like, I don't want to leave. Like, I'm going to stay here forever or what? Oh, a few places, yeah. I've been lucky that way. Um, uh, BC. I could def I could definitely oh. do and, yeah BC well Vancouver Island specifically I, I could live on Vancouver Island no problem hmm. uh, New Orleans I really liked now mind you I went to New Orleans at, you know at the age of twenty seven and had myself a good time but did it wasn't because of that that I I would move back to New Orleans New Orleans is just it is it is a place unto itself like no other and it just there's something about it. It's it's got it's got a spirit to it. That's for sure. Um, and actually, uh, there was a, a place uh, like a world biosphere type place in Mexico that my wife spent uh, just a day. But I picture yourself standing in. Has anyone been to Mexico or like yeah, any any, no. any any tropical? So this is yeah, in the Mayan, yeah. Mayan Riviera. If you've ever been on, well, th- this yeah. world biosphere was very restricted as to. How uh, you know development and that sort of thing? We stood on a beach, just like the beach in the Mayan Riviera, but literally could look a kilometer to the left and a kilometer to the right, and nobody, nobody was there. Cool. And we met actually. We we were traveling down this road, and there was just a sign, a small wood sign with an arrow on it that said Cerveza. So I was like. Oh. Okay, yeah, I, yeah. I, I got to know what it's like to get a beer in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> That's so how they trick over. the tourists. <laughs> yeah, and it was actually this guy. I can send you the website. He's still in business. This is 10 years ago. But he was a guy who um, owned uh, a home improvement uh, store, like small independent chain in Victoria, B.C., 
he sold it to Home Depot or Lowe's or one of the big box places and retired to this this biosphere and built four treetop cabanas and rented them out and they were it, it was it was heaven on earth this place and even though we just spent a day there shooting the shit with this guy I thought okay I, I, I could do this like Mark was saying you need all the amenities I'm the yeah. opposite I, I, if I moved somewhere and stayed I'd love to move somewhere simpler not mm-hmm. not to the point of suffering but to the point of just being simpler if I yeah, were going to yeah. move it if I were going to be anywhere else very cool. cool. You know, it's it's, yeah. it's a tough que- it's a tough question too because like anytime that I've gone to a place like that, like I went to Belgium on a beer, uh, like a brewery tour a couple of years ago as well, where I went to like five different breweries, drank my face off all day. So you're going to these places, but you're experiencing it as as a tourist. That's I, what I, I mean. I'd be curious to spend like you know, I mean like Belgium when we were in Belgium, it was awesome. You know, I mean you go for a bike ride all day, but I just wonder like. What's the routine like in Belgium? Like, what's your day to day life? You got to get up. You got to take a shit. You got to get ready for work. You got to go to work. You got to come home. You got to have dinner. What is that experience like in another country? Is I mean, I, and what do you, it maybe takes a month of living in a place where you would kind of get to feel right. that. So, so I mean, maybe if I get to spend longer at a place, maybe if I win five hundred million dollars, I will uh, <laughs> go go spend some time in Europe. Chris is asking because he's going to surprise us for our hundredth episode. He bought us all <laughs> trips. Yeah, yeah. You chairs, you boys. Get, Tickets you to Albany. Get a trip. <laughs> I'm going to Erie. No, I was just I was just curious because like um, you know, Bree and I were talking about like where we would lo- like where we would like to live if if you know there was no issue with work right. or whatever and and. And it's, yeah, it's it's what like I mean for me it was like like Nova Scotia was one of those things where I was like uh, I could just I could it's not it's not too different like like what Mark was saying I mean there's there's toilets and, and bubble baths <laughs> for sure, as long like, as there's baths I don't, but um, it's just the energy of the the area you yeah. know the yeah. people there it's it's just it just felt like it was one of those things was like you spend four days but it still felt like home which is interesting kind of like Hamilton like I never grew up in Hamilton at all um and and i moved here and and you know i've always kind of seen it as as a home you know even though I've, i haven't been here for my whole life but i i love it here for sure i could see myself living in like if, if we're just going to stick around canada like i could see myself living in like montreal or quebec city or you know i think that would be really interesting too but the other th- the other europe yeah the other appeal for me to uh, to europe is that i mean you can be in paris in the morning and you can be in yeah. fucking milan in the in the evening and then you can be in frankfurt the next morning like it's you can just hop on the train and you, and you go around so many places versus canada like i mean you're in canada you're in fucking Canada. Like it's, mm-hmm. You can go to different parts of Canada, and I so desperately want to go visit other parts of this country. I've my my experience outside of Ontario is going to Hull one time. That wow. is my experience outside of this province. And you know what I mean. I have family that live out west. I, I mean, I've got family that live out east. I've never experienced fucking any part of this country. So I haven't done the prairies, and I haven't done extreme north. Both of which, I especially north, I would love to do a a, a trip north, like north north, like Northwest Territories north. Yeah. Well, not you said Sud- you kind of not Sudbury, but like way north. Yeah, you said you kind of experienced the prairies when you were at that biosphere in Mexico where you looked to the right at 100 kilometers and you couldn't see anybody and you looked to the left 100 kilometers and couldn't see anybody. (laughs) True, but no, a buddy of mine, um, his son did a cross-country tour. He's in a Johnny Cash tribute band 
Nice. And a couple couple years ago, they did a cross country tour, and he was sending us pictures. And I'll tell you, he sent some pictures of Saskatchewan that were absolutely breathtaking. Like it isn't just wheat fields. It's yeah. actually that there are parts of the prairies that he was sending pictures of that are just fucking breathtaking. They're beautiful, and I uh, people I know who have been to the prairies. Very much like the Maritimes will come back with, a, you know, it's the people. It's there's a feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a feel, an energy to it that really is is uh, is quite unique. <clears throat> the one thing, I, the one mistake I think a lot of Southern Ontarians make is that we think that this is this is reflective of the rest of the country. We're the mm. exception. North, Southern Ontario is the exception to the rule. For I sure. find with the rest of Canada, I find the rest of Canada has a lot more in common with each other than Southern Ontario does. We're 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 not like the rest of Canada at all, um, and that's not a bad thing. I'm just saying that uh, you know, typically the, every other place I've been in the country has typically been a little bit more laid back, and and I that's probably because there's just less people and it's less. Hectic and well, frenetic, yeah, and, you know what I mean? The whole, the whole country doesn't revolve around them like it does about us, so... That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. I mean, we're, know, the, that, we're the engine that keeps this country going, so... Exactly, <laughs> we are, and there's, you know, there's a lot of resentment towards that, particularly in Alberta right now, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah but, you know, whatever it is. That's a fact. It's just a fact. Sorry. You can only... You, the country can only um, sustain itself for so long on growing corn and wheat, you know? Yeah. So you need some, you need some big business up in up in this piece to keep it going. <laughs> I don't know. Kind of like everyone, people talk about, about, I mean, there's, there's definitely in Canada that you look at, you look at Ontario as like America light. I think that's kind of like what a lot of people look at. <laughs> yeah. Southern as, Ontario. Yeah. Like, yeah. But it's not, I, I mean, just like, like, property taxes and fucking housing and you know what I mean traffic like it's not this it's it's not this, this it's not a utopia system, you know not even <laughs> yeah. close right? yeah it's, it's $2,800 a month to rent a fucking bachelor apartment I don't know if that's uh, utopia yeah. Granted, I'm not like I'm not itching to go move to to northern Alberta and you know not be able to drive for six months out of the year but um yeah, I it's, it's it's still it's not it's like it's definitely not perfect. Like you just just try to find it. Like they're saying, like in Peel and and right now, like 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 real estate is surging again. I think Mark yeah. probably you you could you could well, that speak price, on that the price, a little bit price of houses is is continuing to go up. Like it's yeah. and and part of the reason for that is there haven't been uh, there hasn't been a lot of building going on over the past little while. Mm, so you run point. you run into uh, you run into a shortage, which means that we're in a seller's market, which means the people that are selling their houses are going to be able to get top dollar. Uh, people still need to move. People still need to buy and sell houses, so they are paying top dollar for those houses. Are there as many sales? No, but the price of those sales is uh, is increased um, over last year. So we'll see what happens. You know what I mean? Uh, there are still uh, CERB payments going to people and things like that right now. We'll see what happens at the end of the summer or when that does completely run out. And we'll see how that lines up with whatever phase we happen to be in at that point and what jobs are, are, are opened up. I ho- Again, I mean, we've said it before that I hope that this whole thing opens up new types of jobs and, mm-hmm. and, and companies adapt and they don't just think, ah, oh, we're just going to shut the doors. And they, and then instead Ooh. they just try and try and adapt and, and 
figure out a way to make it work. Restaurants we're are doing picking, it. I, I think we're picking up on some background noise with Mark. Either that, uh, I hear birds. It, it's yeah, either yeah. Mark or Chris. You better close your fucking window, man. You got, <laughs> you got a blue jay in the house. It's kind of nice, though. It's, kinda, it's peaceful. It's fucking it's serene. <laughs> I, I feel like if there was a blue jay in my house, my cats would be fucking just destroying that blue jays right blue you know, jays are the they're, assholes they're making, of the bird world no, it would make a lot of noise for all of five seconds <laughs> it would just be back to silence again yeah I, <laughs> it'd be like the time the possum got loose in my house and my dog just about fucking losing his mind you had a possum in your house dude i'm not kidding there was a possum in my house oh, in this in this house yikes. yeah we, we left the back window open just a bit and, and doug is looking at well, the furniture that we had here at the time. Doug's looking at the chair and barking like a fucking maniac. And I'm thinking, holy <laughs> shit, we've got a ghost or something. Like the dog can see it and I can't. And could not. And I mean, he was just, he was li- foaming at the mouth. And I'm like, what the hell is he barking at? And finally saw that big long rat tail uh, sticking out from underneath Gross. the chair. And went, what the fuck? What is that? And it was, a, yeah, it was up there ugly. Oh, they're, yeah. They're, they're so ugly, they're cute. Kind of like my dog. So, <laughs> finally, like, I, I had to, like, yeah, we, we all had to sort of get together and, and, and sort of, not gang rush, but sort of, you know, you cover that side of the room, I'll cover the middle, you get that side, and we'll sort of walk them out. Because he didn't want to oh, leave. Oh, fuck little, that. I would, have been on the, I would have been on the sidewalk out front of my house waiting for animal control. And they got some <laughs> choppers. They got some choppers on them, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, those things, yeah, man. Like, holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. Little soulless yeah. eyes. How's, how's, um, how's Doug doing, by the way? Yeah, um, about the same. He's, he's yeah. slowing. He's slowing down a little. So yeah. he's fucking. Hang, yeah. He's hanging on though. Good for him. I was going to. I was yeah. actually just talking about that with Sam a couple days ago. I'm like, fuck, Doug. Doug's still going there. Good for him. Yeah, he's not. Again, like you know, he's just, he's not yet at the point where I can see him suffering, sort of thing. But he's definitely yeah, yeah. He, he's slowing down. When he starts mm. to suffer, then we'll have to make a very difficult decision. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, he's he's still he's still kicking though. Oh, Doug's, doesn't Doug's sound still like because I, I mean, there's definitely a point there where you guys are like, you know, are you staying up with him still, or you you don't have to do that anymore? You don't think? No, we don't have to stay up with him, but he just make sure he's around with us and, and that sort of yeah, thing, yeah. you know, in case there's cool. an emergency. But uh, no, everything, everything's cool. Yeah, good man. That's good to hear. Well, I have to go celebrate uh, our 100th uh, anniversary day by digging post holes. I gotta get moving. Oh. <laughs> right on. Hey, are we doing? Uh, I saw you guys were talking about it yesterday. Are we doing conspiracies tomorrow? Mm. I thought like I conspiracy thought, yeah, theories. We do, we, the idea yesterday, Chris and I were with, where like one you could buy, one you find absolutely ludicrous, and then Mark threw in uh, an angle too that I like. One that you would like to see proven once and for all if it's true or not. I love that. That's I, that's I cool. love I love that angle, buddy. Yeah, that's I, really I cool. think that's really good. When you actually like, I mean, I started looking at them yesterday and Googling like, I mean, because it's hard to think of things sometimes. So I'm like, oh, I mean, I'll look up some conspiracies and you start reading some of them and you're just like reptilian overlords. Like, are we dominated by reptilian overlords? The (laughs) the reptilian, the, uh, yeah, the, the reptilians, the flat earths. You ever seen the movie? Do you remember the show V, Ben, that came out in, I think it was in the eighties or whatever, and they'd rip off their faces and they had the fucking (laughs) reptilian overlord faces. Yeah. Yeah. It was like some mini series on NBC or something in the (laughs) early to mid eighties or some shit. Yeah. I do remember it. I never saw it, but we should, we should put, we should put that out on Facebook though. Like one, Maybe maybe the question is like which, because I, I think it might be too much for all three of them. But maybe yeah. we, the question is like which one do you hope? 
comes true. Well, or like, yeah, or, or, or proven or disproven. Like which one do you proven want? Or disproven or disproven. Yeah, which conspiracy theory would you like the answer to? I would like to know: Was oh, Kennedy assassinated Kennedy or not? Is a big one. Yeah, Kennedy's yeah. a big one. Nine Eleven's a big one. Yeah, no, like uh, yeah. There's a lot. The, the Illuminati, the stuff like that. Yeah. Who built the pyramids? Would you be know, on my list. You know what's interesting as well is uh, as you. I mean, as I started looking at these things yesterday, then you start reading other things, or you check out like a YouTube video, and you just, it's such a fucking spiral of just mm-hmm. deep dark oh. conspiracies. Like I started reading up, reading and, and watching about the Bilderberg Group yesterday, and I'm just like, fuck. Like there's so much stuff that people don't know, yeah. <laughs> and, and really, probably yeah. don't want to know. Like, Jesus. Yeah, you have really to be careful. Yeah. I'm a real proponent of a lot of conspiracy theories. I love a good conspiracy theory, but you can really get down the wormhole if you're oh, not careful. You know what I absolutely, mean? Absolutely. Like, it can absolutely. take you to some pretty weird places. The, the issue the issue I have with a lot of that is like I, so especially with YouTube is, I mean, a lot of these ideas are really seductive, but like a lot of them, they just, you know, They'll they'll pepper in one fact for every three fucking complete bogus right. claims, and the production value and is they, good, and it's it's yeah. deceptive, yeah. And they sound and they they seem reasonable, and then at, by the end of the documentary, you're talking about like how the the Cabbage Patch Kids are a satanic cult, and it's like, what the fuck? How'd you get there? What's going on? They're not. <laughs> How'd you get there? And why am I with you? <laughs> yeah, and then you're right there with them. That's it's just it's it's you know. So you gotta I always try to keep that shit in check. But yeah. Listen, if right you on. guys wanna keep going, that's cool by me, but I do have to check out. I gotta get to no, work. No, it's all good, no, boys. Go dig. Go dig. hundred episodes. Hell yeah. Congratulations, fellas. Yeah. yeah, congrats. Good work, boys. All right, have a good day, guys. All right. Talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVee, Mark LaFave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter.